Welcome back to Counterculture. Here on the podcast, we spend time discussing relevant cultural topics to encourage high school students in their faith. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Thompson, and I hope that today's episode challenges you, encourages you, and equips you in your walk with Christ. Without further ado, let's dive into today's conversation. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Counterculture. It's good to be with you all. Cooper, yeah, how you doing, man? Doing great. Good. Doing great. Got good. my coffee. Oh, so I need. You always have your coffee. <laughs> it's my right. go-to for, for for podcast recording. Yeah, like, like of course. And I have time. my giant jug of water. Yep. So there we're we ready go. to go. Yep, we are. Yeah, so we're excited to be back here. Remember, these counterculture segments are just quick hitters talking about uh, relevant things that are happening happening in a high school student's life that we just want to help you walk through and know how to live how to live differently than what the world is saying, than the, what the world is influencing, and just how to be counter to the culture that we're in and to live following Jesus and what that looks like. And so um, last time we were together, we talked about social media and just kind of talking about how to approach that as a Jesus follower. And today we're going to be talking about uh, something that is very relevant to pretty much anyone that is a person in this world, <laughs> honestly, um, but especially for high school students and that's friends and cliques. Yep. So um, we want to talk about what does it look like to be a Jesus follower and how do friendships look like in the midst of that? And then also talk a little bit about cliques too, because that gets a, a negative connotation. How do we approach that? Um, what does it look like to be inclusive and to love like Jesus, but also have you know, your tight group of friends yep, and yep. what does that look like? So um, let's go ahead and start out, Cooper, just talking about kind of how the world approaches friends, uh, what friend groups look like, what are the uh, important things in a friend group that maybe the world teaches that it, it could be in uh, cooperation to what it looks like to yeah. follow Jesus, but it could be different. So, Yeah, um, I think... It's pretty, it's pretty clear that God created us with a need for community for like a, a need to like be with other people. Um, right. and, and I, it, it, whether you're a believer or, or you're not, you, you can, you can understand that you just need connection with somebody mm-hmm. and, um, God created us like that. And so having friends, having close companions is really, actually, it's really important, um, for, for you to not go through life alone. Um, and, but I think also too, I know you're going to, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but your friends, they, um, they can have a really, they can have a positive influence on you, but they can also have a negative influence on you. I think we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And I think one of the things I'll add too is I think one of the things that you, you kind of feel the pressure when you're living in today's world is that more is better. And I think that applies itself into friends as well. Uh, You see that with like more, you want more social media followers. You want to know more people at school to be more popular. You want to have more and more friends. Mm -hmm. And that's just a, a kind of like a pressure thing that, that, we try and fit into. And so how can I be included in this friend group and this friend group? So I'm going to be this different person here and this different person here, Mm, because I want to have as many friends as possible and to, and to strive for that popularity, you know, to be known by more people. Um, and you can flip that a little bit here to this counterculture idea that it's okay to have your few. Yeah. And if you think about Jesus, he had his few. He had his 12 disciples. Yep. Sure, Jesus was social with everyone. He, he knew lots of people. He related to lots of people. Um, but he had his few at the end of the day, those 12 guys that he was going to walk with. Yep. And so I think there's something to be said that 
um, it's okay to live in a culture today and to know that the, the value is not on the, having the most amount of friends, but maybe it's more in the, the quality of the people that you're around. Right. Cause even Jesus, his disciples, there was, um, there was a few, even within his disciples that he poured even more time, mm-hmm. um, into, which, right. which is really interesting. Peter, James, and John. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Those were, yeah, those were his few amongst his few. Yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah. And then, um, in overall, friends have such an impact on the person that you are and the person that you become. And uh, I know you have a, you have an example or like more of a, like more of a teaching and I'll just give an example. So I, I live in in an apartment with two guys. Um, They're uh, some of my best friends and um, we, so we just moved in. We've been, we've been living there for about four or five months. And so it hasn't been that long, Yeah. but we, uh, so we're, one of our roommates is super into formula one racing. Nice. And I, th- I did, I know anything about formula one until we started living together. No. And, but now like all three of us are super into it and there's no way that we would, that we would be into it if, if we weren't living together. Right. But I'll tell you like another, like more serious example, like these guys, these are, these are the guys, a uh, couple of the guys that I'm in small groups with. Like we, um, we get, we get real, like we talk about life and, um, since I, I feel like they are the people, like the people that I surround myself with, they are the people that I'm going to become most like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same with our high school students. Yeah, there was, there's a quote that I've heard just a lot growing up and, and hearing these things that you are the average of your five closest friends. Yep. And I think that's so true because we are so influenced by friends and the people that were around that those people that were around are who we're going to become like. Yeah. And so if you think about your five closest friends, you may have some some strong Christ followers, but you may also have some friends at school that don't follow Jesus. And you, you've got to think about, okay, who are the influences my, in my life? Because I'm going to become like the people that I'm around. Yeah. And, and so that's something as a Jesus follower, you have to be hyper aware of and sensitive to is right. who am I surrounding myself with? That's not to say you shouldn't surround yourself with those that don't follow Jesus. Exactly, Jesus yeah. was out and, and walking with sinners and, and people that uh, didn't know him yet. But at the same time, you know, you have to think about who you're around. I, I have a verse from the Bible from Proverbs. It's um, Proverbs thirteen twenty. It says, walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and get in trouble. Yep. I think that's so true. You walk with wise people, you're going to become wiser. If you walk with people that make dumb decisions, then you're going to get yourself into trouble. And so, yeah. And it's, it's the question of, are the people that I'm closest to are my closest friends? Or if you're in a relationship as my boyfriend or girlfriend, Mm -hmm. your closest friends, are they going to point you to Christ or draw you away from Christ? I think that's the big question. We want to encourage you guys just to consider uh, high school students as you're listening to this. Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about clicks now yep, um, yep. because clicks has this negative connotation. All right. We're, t- we're talking about our few. We talked about how it's, it's good to have your few. Yep, Jesus yep. had his few, but at the same time it can start to feel really clicky. And um, this idea of clickiness really happens when a group becomes exclusive. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that all of a sudden this is my group and no one else is welcome in that. And I think sometimes the world says that's okay. Like culture kind of says that's okay. Because like, if you, if you don't like me, if you're going to bring me down, if you're, if you're not going to vibe with us, then it's okay to kind of shut people out of your life because you do you, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and don't let that hate and that distraction get away, get in the way of you becoming 
happy in yourself and stuff like that. Yeah. And you can even see that in ch- different church cultures too. And it's a really dangerous thing if our, if we have high school students that are in those cliques, um, because really that's not like Jesus was an inclusive person. Like he, he's super inclusive. And so, yeah. um, not doing that is not, is, is not being like Jesus. Yeah. And so we want to work on that. Yeah. I think how we live counterculturally with friend groups is that we need to move away from exclusivity into being invitational. Yep. That, that does not mean that, you know, um, you're going to all of a sudden just say, uh, like everyone, everyone come and be a part of this group, but more so saying like, Hey, you are welcome in a, in this group. Like you're invited. Yep. We're never going to exclude someone. And, and the truth is I, I, th- we have our friend groups and there's every friend group has its dysfunction. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you, you think about Jesus and his disciples, like, Judas was a part of the 12, right? All right. We all know Judas did not have his stuff together. Um, Peter was a part of the 12. Peter was known for making stupid mistakes Mm -hmm. and also like trying to one up the other disciples. Right. And, but at the same time, Jesus still was invitational to them, even though he knew that they were going to be dysfunctional, not going to be great. And I think sometimes we look at our friend groups and we see someone that may be on the outside and we're like, we don't really want to include them because they're dysfunctional. They mess up the vibe and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But like, that's, yeah. that's not what we're called to do. We're called to be invitational. Right. And that's the thing too, as well. Like I think the difference between a clique and a friend group is a clique is an, is an exclusive group. It doesn't right. let anybody in a friend group is a, is a group of friends that get along, but also is, is open to, you know, talking to others and, and inviting them in. If somebody else is interested, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, yeah. And I think also a big thing that we see a lot of times in clicks is gossip. And I was watching right. this show the other day and it's, it's kind of a joke, but also it's, you know, it's a, it's, it was a funny little, um, little quote that I thought was, uh, was fitting, but it says, it said the, uh, that gossip is the devil's cell phone. It's best to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> which I think I which I think is actually good. You know, I think um, I typically go by the rule, and, and I feel like a, a, within a lot of cliques, there can be a lot of gossip about people outside of the cliques, and I just kind of take the approach like, man, if 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 you're talking negatively about somebody, and it's not something work related or job related, like if I'm interviewing somebody and I'm trying to figure out if they want to be on our staff and, you know, we're talking like, you know, this is good, this is bad about them. That's purely work related. But if we're digging into someone's personal life, if we're, um, if we're making fun of somebody behind their backs, negative talk about somebody just is never, it's just never okay. Right. You know? And I think a lot of, a lot of damage can be done with gossip. And so that's another thing that we just really want to, um, I just feel like as a culture, we need to work on and um, in, in high school students, we just want to encourage you guys just to consider that. Yeah. So kind of to bring this conversation to a close and, and to talk about how we be countercultural with our friends and our cliques, um, some, some practical things that maybe I would suggest uh, to practice being invitational and not exclusive. Maybe start asking um, when you have your next friend gathering, who is one person that we can invite to be a part of this group that, yeah. that maybe isn't here all the time. Um, or, um, you know, who are a few people that maybe we can join up with and, and to include and practice being invitational, mm-hmm. not just saying, Oh, we're going to be invitational, but then just go and do your own thing again, because c- could risk leaving someone out, yeah. but saying who's one person we can keep in mind to invite to hang out with this week. Yeah. And the invitation really could mean a lot, even if they don't take totally. you up on something like the invitation really, I mean, 
that mean that means a lot too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, and it's great. Anything else? No, I think just understand this that that it is okay to have your few and and to know that you are the average of your five closest friends who you are around is who are you, who you are going to become and so to be aware of that to balance both being a witness and being a light to others but also understanding who you're being influenced by and then also when it comes to clicks straying away from gossip not being exclusive but being invitational that's how to live counterculturally yep, with great. friends and clicks love it man yeah it's awesome well guys hey thanks so much for listening and we just want to encourage you real quick if you're not subscribed to this podcast go ahead and head to spotify and i think it's follow now on spotify follow this podcast on spotify subscribe on apple or google wherever you're listening and hey be on the lookout every every other friday every two friday or yeah every other friday we'll be releasing an episode episode at midnight so technically thursday night at midnight but friday morning um this is a great little quick hitter to listen to on your way to um school or on your way to whatever you've got going on and so with that we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time peace well guys thanks so much for listening if you enjoyed the conversation i want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast and share it to your social media accounts To stay up to date, check us out on Instagram at EastUHSN or join us on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. for our high school service. Thanks so much for listening and have a great week.